0: John chapter number 10, verse number 25. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. Are you with me? Say amen. As I said unto you, listen what it's saying now. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. That's a a wonderful scripture. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Notice this. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Amen. 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 Just a few things in these scriptures that I think you need to know. And maybe you would underline them. And maybe it will help you in days ahead. He said there in verse 27, My sheep. My sheep. That's the church, isn't it? Amen. Well, Church. He has something to say to us tonight. First of all, my sheep means my flock. Amen. Amen. And when I say that as a pastor, my flock ought to know my voice. Amen. Amen. I mean, really, you ought to know my voice. My voice ought to be something to you that would stand out above anybody else's voice. And there's great preachers. We got two of them right here in church. But there's other great preachers. But something about my sheep. See, he put me as under-shepherd over a few of his sheep. So my sheep, for to know my voice, I should be an encouragement to you. I should be strength. I should be wisdom. I should be knowledge. I I should be also a hand that corrects you. And you should take it well. If you remember about sheep sometimes... uh, when they don't stay in the flock, they used to break their legs, carry them on their back until they knew the voice of that shepherd and knew that shepherd was there to help them. Would it take breaking your legs? I mean, I can bring a stick Sunday and break a few if you think it'll help. But I'm afraid if, if the preacher corrects you that harshly, Most of the time they run off and never come back. They can't take much more than milk, period. You get a little meat preaching and you offend them, you hurt their feelings. Amen. I'm talking about my flock. Jesus was talking that we're in his flock and his flock is the father's flock. And what you saw him doing was what the father told him to do. So when the preacher preaches to you, it's what the Father said to you. My flock. And we see there also in verse number 27. (laughs) Hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. You know, hear my voice might be put into the word knowledge. (laughs) Amen. You know, go back to your childhood. How many heard the words but you didn't have the knowledge that went along with them and you done what you wanted and daddy tanned you hide. And how do you got a few tannins? You got a little knowledge with the words. He said, my sheep, are you hearing me? Hear my voice. Now listen, if the preacher gets up here and reads you out of this King James Bible... That's God's word unto you. That's God's word unto you. And you should have the knowledge that this word is for your benefit. The knowledge that comes along when he said don't do it is also for your benefit. Also when he said do it is for your benefit. Amen. Sometimes we can't see the benefits because we're stubborn. Why, that can't be right. Wasn't that what Satan told Eve? Oh, you know, if you eat of that fruit, you'll be as wise as he is. He just don't want you to be God. I guarantee you, I don't want you to be God. Amen. You ain't got enough knowledge to be God. Boy, it's tight in here tonight, ain't it? Knowledge, this word, hear my voice. Now, if you're my sheep, you hear my voice. Now, (laughs) I've trained a lot of horses over the years, and I'll guarantee you my horses know my voice. Whether they belong to me or not, they know my voice. Coy Mace, I tuned his horse up for him. It didn't have brakes. It didn't want to stop. So I took it home, and I put a 1995 tune-up on it. And I was working another horse and there was about 15 of us a riding and I wasn't paying no attention to nobody else's horses. I was working the one I was riding. And I hollered, whoa! Coy's horse said, <coughs> why? It knowed my voice. Why did it stop so suddenly? Because it knowed if it didn't stop the consequences of not stopping. In the 1995 tune-up, you get that package. If it doesn't listen the first few times, there's some consequences that comes with it. And the horse learned after two or three times running its head against the barn. Yeah. You just put a blindfold on them and just let them go. And she was one that when you hollered, Whoa, this is Christians. Stay with me. Stick its head out. Brace the bit in its mouth. So I blindfolded it and I hollered, Whoa, I never touched the bridle. It didn't woe. it went forward. And when it did, it hit the side of the barn with its head. About the third time I hollered, Whoa, guess what that horse done? It whoaed. Why? Because it finally got the knowledge that whoa meant stop now before you hurt yourself. I never done anything to it. I was giving it instructions, as I do from the pulpit, giving you instructions. Jesus said, my sheep, hear my voice, and notice this, and I know them. Do you know something tonight? He's wanting to guide you because he knows you. I want to say this with love tonight. You ain't got no sense to guide yourself. Amen. Amen. If you don't believe it, look at the mess you're already in. I mean, move your right arm. Move your left arm. Move your leg. And every one of them probably hurting. And you remember what caused it? Hello? You remember what caused that pain? To be constant reminder to you. So we need him to guide us. Amen. If he is not guiding us, first of all, if you're not here he can't guide you. Amen. Amen. I mean, that horse learned right quick. My voice was for his benefit. Amen. Amen. Now, there's harsher treatments. You can put brakes on them. But I always start with the easy ones. You'll get that in a minute. I'm giving you a little milk tonight. So look for the meat later on. Amen. Now if you can't handle this tonight, what are you going to do when the meat comes? My sheep will hear my voice. Are you in me? My sheep hear my voice and I know them. Now let me say something right here also. He knows you and still loves you. (laughs) Aren't you glad for that? He knows everything about you and still loves you. I'll tell you something, that means a lot to me because I got a lot of faults. I got a lot of shortcomings. Amen. I got a lot of stubbornness, pig-headed. Amen. Yeah, I'm stubborn as a mule sometimes. Amen. <laughs> Guess what? Some of you all are too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We hear, we know, but we don't do. Say amen right there. And they follow me. Guidance. I know them. He's still wanting to guide you anyway. You ever been in a situation where you had to have somebody guide you? Yeah. For one reason or another, maybe you couldn't see or you didn't know where you was at or you didn't know how to do it or whatever the reason, you had to have somebody guide you, lead you. Did you trust them? Some of you did, and some of you went anyway, and still didn't trust them. Amen. Yeah, you. I. I, I, I'm sounding like Joe Biden now. I, I, I. Lord, help me. How many's got faith in here tonight? Let me, let me, you know, there's a lot of people come to me all the time, believe it or not, and say, Preacher, I just don't have any faith. I said, let me prove to you, you do have faith. And they said, how are you going to prove to me that I have faith? I said, all right, did you drive your automobile here? Yeah. I said, well, you had faith. They said, what do you mean you had faith? I said, when you got in that thing, it cranked, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you had to have faith it would crank. I said, then you had to have faith it would go. And then you had to stretch your faith and hoping and praying it stopped. Amen. Amen. I come off the interstate up here the other day with ten rolls of hay. And guess what? My truck didn't stop. Brake line blowed right at the end of the ramp. This guy, I, what could I do? There wasn't nothing I could do. I was just thinking, God, he didn't hit me and I didn't hit him. When you hit the brake and the line blows, guess what? You're not Fred Flintstone. You can't stick them to the ground and stop it. Amen. And I had to drive it home with no brakes. had to drive it to town the next morning with no brakes. Amen. So I had a lot of faith, right? Yeah. You had faith. I said, did you cross any bridges when you come this way? Oh, yeah, there's one right down here at the bottom of the hill. I said, that's right. You had faith that somebody put that thing together right. You didn't get out and go under it and inspect it before you drove across it, did you? You had faith. You had faith that that guy that went to school, that engineered that thing, read everything and drawed it out right and they built it right. So you got a lot of faith. I said, did you see any airplanes as you come? Yeah, several in the sky. There always is around here going into Charlotte or Asheville. I said, you had a lot of faith. You drove under them. They could have fell out and killed you. Hello? Right? So we have faith. Sometimes we don't exercise it. Do we have sense enough to follow the Lord? Do you think he'd lead you somewhere he didn't want you? Do you think God could lead you somewhere that he wasn't able to keep you? Do you think God would put you in a situation that wasn't for his benefit and yours? I don't think so. He said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Let me stop right there and just say that's the reason a lot of times I think people come to an altar and don't get saved because they don't follow the Lord. Amen. 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 I mean, if you get saved, you ought to want to get baptized. Amen. Amen. If you got saved and you got baptized, you ought to want to join to a church that would hold you accountable. Amen. Amen. You know that's the reason a lot of people don't join a church. Oh, I don't belong there. You want all the benefits, but you don't want no responsibility. Amen. That's the truth, ain't it? I no. Go on, preacher. Hush. Verse twenty-eight, and I give unto them eternal life. That's a gift. There ain't nothing you can say tonight that would tell me that you married it. Right. You can't do enough good to merit eternal life. It's just a gift. God gave it to you because he loved you. I want to say this: He loved you more than you loved you. Right. Amen. Amen. He loved you more than you love you. Right. <laughs> He's trying harder to keep you than a lot of people are trying to stay kept. we got too many trying to jump out instead of jump in. Amen. 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 Wiggle out, I should say. They're trying to wiggle out of it. Oh, how I love Jesus. And then over here, they're telling dirty jokes. Then over here, they're listening to dirty jokes. And they're playing the lottery. And they're taking a little hot toddies for the body. Amen. See, I don't think that crowd ever got saved. Because I've done all that before I got saved, but after I got saved, I didn't want to do that. Because I knew it's against this book. And this book is God. It'd be against God. It'd be against Jesus. Because this book tells me how to live. This book shows me how to live. He said, and I give unto them eternal life. That gift, are you with me? I want to, what else could I say to assure you? I mean, it's written in red. And I, Jesus, amen. <laughs> The government didn't give that. Dennis didn't give that. The free will Baptist didn't write you a certificate of it. Jesus said, I give it to you. Eternal life. Back up. My sheep. That's who's getting eternal life. My sheep. That's who's getting it. Amen. That's hearing his voice and following him. Oh, boy. We're almost there. (laughs) They shall never perish. Are you with me? What is he saying? Brother Terry, I believe he's saying we ain't never going to die. That's assurance, isn't it? He's assuring us that we will never. (laughs) He give us a gift that ain't never going to stop giving Ain't never going to wear out. Amen. Amen. Gonna out. Amen. Ain't never going to run out. Ain't never going to rust out. <laughs> Amen. That's an assurance I give unto you. Eternal life. Man, I'd to make you shout tonight. Something more to Maybe I'll get it in a minute. They shall never perish. Now notice what he says. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Can I help you with that tonight? That's a security tonight. To know, now stay with me. (laughs) This is the way I look at that scripture. If it was possible for some man to pluck me out of God's hand, that man would have done come by and jerked me out and throwed me in the trash. Amen. Amen. What he's saying to me, ain't nobody can touch you, boy, as long as you belong to me. You say, well, what if they kill you? They didn't get you. They just graduated you. Amen. Amen. You just got promoted. Amen. That's the way I look at it. There is nobody that can come by and say, hey, I don't like your name being on the roll. We're going to take it out. You haven't met this criteria. You haven't done this. You just don't fit our agenda. Ain't no man can do that. Thank God they can't. (laughs) I'd have never made the list. But I have assurance tonight that Jesus is the one that forgave me. He gave me eternal life. And he told me, he said, don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. I'll take care of them. Amen. Amen. I, I like that tonight. You know I fought all my life to try to take care of myself. Now I got somebody to fight my fights for me. All I got to do is go home and tell my big brother, Jesus, they're picking on me. You do something with them. I like it when he does something with them. Amen. He'll get them in the middle of the night while they're sleeping. Oh yeah. (laughs) He'll wake them up, shake them up. (laughs) Woo, I've had some of them had to come and apologize. Why? Because Jesus woke them up. (laughs) They repented up and had to come and ask to pray up. Amen. I don't know about you, but that excites me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Listen, you know, He said, my father. Hold on now. Is he your father? My father. That's making it personal. Amen. That's also making a statement in case you don't know. My father means I accept him as my father. Amen. Amen. I'm asking him to be my father. I've repented of my sins. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. My father which gave them me is greater than all. That's the reason I said earlier tonight ain't nothing happened that God didn't allow to happen. He's got it all in control. Amen. He is the wheel that's turning the wheel inside the wheel. And the wheel ain't going to turn until he turns it. Hey, we said a while ago, time has a way. He can back that up. I got scripture for that too. Amen. He can back time up. Mm. Boy, I just had a, a terrible thought right there. You know, if he wanted to, he could back time up so far that I wouldn't be born again. Boy, that's a deep thought. I know that's got your cogwheels turning now because it just hit me like that. What if he wanted to back time up and erase my name? Woo, boy, that, that's a terrible thought. Boy, I'm glad he loves me. I'm glad he loves me. Daddy, I love you too. Lord, that how all over me. Woo, man, he loves me. I'm glad he loves me. Woo. Somebody shout, Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He loves me. <laughs> Woo. He really does. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going to just have a benefit all by myself. He loves me. Hallelujah. Sorry, as I am, he still loves me. <laughs> Lord, that'll make you shout. Boy, I had never thought of that. That just come through my mind. He could back time up in just a race I was ever born. He loves me enough, he just took me as I am. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. I ain't worth all this. But I'm sure glad he loves me. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm trying to get to verse 30. <sighs> Lord God, people! Woo! He loves me that much. Job said it'd been better if I'd never been born. Just think about that. God could have erased you, but he loved you and forgave you instead. Glory be to his precious, holy name. Ah, Lord Jesus. Well, I still can't see it. Ah. It's greater than all. No man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Do you claim that tonight? You know, this whole message is about what God wants. He said, my sheep, my sheep. It's just a simple little message tonight. My sheep, they know my voice. Listen, how do you think that the king knew that fourth man walking? Are you with me? How did you know it was God convicting you? You just know it, don't you? My sheep know my voice. I know his voice. I knew his voice when I was lost. Because his voice is like no other voice. His message is like no other message. Because there ain't no other message ever give me hope and forgiveness and eternal life. you got faith, but what have you got faith in? I used to have faith in these guns. They've let me down a lot lately. I go to hold things and can't hold them no more. I drop them a lot. God's showing me that body's not going to live forever on this side of eternity. It's going to go back to the dust. My eyes don't see as good. My hearing's not as good. My strength, my stamina, but I know that I know his voice. I can still distinguish his voice from any other voice. I'm glad he loved me that he ain't quit talking to me. He had not quit guiding me, directing me. And he gave me some promises that I can count on. Amen. I've had a lot of promises the last month or so that was not kept. I'm talking about the election. A lot of things were said and done that never come true. But this book's coming true. There's not one thing in this book that ain't gonna be done. Amen. Not one word, not one jot, not one tittle, everything in this book. And this is in this book. My sheep know my voice. And they follow me. <laughs> And that's the message tonight. We need to just keep on following Jesus. Just keep on following Jesus. You know his voice. You know he's leading you right. You know he's got your your best interest at hand. You know that. The book tells us that. Why would he say prosper and be in good health? Why would he say that if he didn't mean that? Why would he say, have joy unspeakable and full of glory if he didn't want you to have it? Now think about that. Think of all the promises God made in this book. Let me close with this one promise. I'll in no wise cast you out. Della, I'm sure glad he didn't say that day I went to the altar. Not today, boy. Not today. I'm so glad he didn't say, come back next year. Go home, get your hair cut. Shave that scraggly beard. Dress a little better. Come back later. No. No, them nail-scarred hands was reaching for me the whole time. And I knew his voice was calling me. I didn't know about anybody else in the church that day, but I knew his voice was calling me. And I knew he had something for me that I couldn't get myself. The preacher couldn't give it to me. The choir couldn't give it to me. The church couldn't. Free Will Baptist couldn't give it to me. But Jesus gave me eternal life that day. And I've got that assurance. I've got that assurance. Because his word is the word. If you're gonna believe everything you read. Start with the book. You'll you'll believe Doctor Spooky Spock for you will. This book ain't got a brain in his head. Got a soup bone through his nose. Gages four inches in his ear and you'd rather believe him than to believe this book. I I have never understood. Why people, and I know why, because it's human nature. They'll believe a lie before they'll believe the truth. It's just human nature. You can tell them truth after truth after truth. And somebody come along and tell them a lie, and they'll swallow it hook, line, and sinker. Isn't that true? Believe this book. Stick with this book. This book has your interest at heart. This book has your future, your hope, your tomorrow, and your forever. Let us stand. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You know he's a loving shepherd, a caring shepherd. He's a kind and forgiving shepherd. You hear his voice tonight. Listen to me. Do you hear his voice speaking to you, saying, come and pray? Come right now.